This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Monday, June 20th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew DeWaskin. Matt, how'd your weekend go? Uh, interesting question. Yeah, you told me you had some uh, more condo fun. Oh yeah, I, I had another plumbing issue that I, I had to resolve, but yes. I managed to soldier through it. It was a little bit hairy at times, but uh, yeah. I, I'm now an expert on shower handles. So Did you come close to actually calling a plumber, or did you just kind of stubbornly got the, like, no, I can do it? Hell no! <laughs> uh, call, call a plumber on, on, a, on, like, 7 p.m. on a Saturday? Are you joking? Oh, yeah. No, that would be a disaster. No yeah, legs. It'd, be, it'd be like $200 walking through the door. You've got to be kidding me. I don't, you know, yeah. It, yeah, I do okay for myself, but I'm, I'm not in that kind of that, that league. Yeah. Uh, I, I understand. I agree. So, which was more stressful, your shower handle or James Shields' newest start? Shower handle, easily, because th- it, there's no stress with James Shields. It's it's I, I'm just it's just expected of, now, right? I I tweeted that it's incredible in a sad way. It's sad, but like I I can't believe he continues to do this. Like I don't I don't know. It's just weird at this point, right? Okay. I. You know, with the White Sox, you know, you know, Don Cooper has kind of developed a reputation as a guy that kind of, you know, repairs, mm-hmm. like, you know, guys who, you know, really weren't that successful, you know, either at the minor league level or at the major league level. You know, he, he, you know, Matt Thornton essentially has a career because of his work with Don Cooper. Sure. You know, and there are a bunch of guys like that. Uh, and Esteban Loaiza resurrected his career with the White Sox. And there are, there are sure. a bunch of stories like that. But yet, when you, when you hear him talk about James Shields, he's just like, uh yeah, there's there's nothing obvious. He he just needs to throw strikes. Uh, it's like, it's not even like he's been kind of lousy or he's been pretty bad. Like it's hard to be this bad. And I saw some tweets that are like, even like major league hitters can like miss your mistakes sometimes. And no, I don't. No, I don't know. It's bad. it's amazing. He was never this bad in its bad years. He was not close to this bad in Petco. I don't I don't know. It's just weird. Obviously, complete stay away. It's just now it's just like a sick thing to watch where you're like, what the? I don't don't know. It's weird. I don't I don't have anything on it anymore. And like you said, I guess it's not stressful because you kind of know what you're going to get when he goes out there. There were quotes from Robin like they were asking him, so are you giving James another start? He's like, why wouldn't we? Yeah, of course. He's, yeah, I mean, you, I think he gets at least one more, but some, you know, before you do a fake injury or a, or yeah, something. You, you do the Yankees Chen Ming Wong thing, where you like do like a full body scan and just hope you can find something wrong to put him. In the I think I still think something has to be wrong, but I don't know. We'll see. Um, all right, the other most remarkable thing from the weekend that I saw that blew me away was Jared Weaver fired the first Maddox of the season. You know what a Maddox is, right? It's a complete game shutout with less than 100 pitches. Yes, it's a term for I forget I forget off the top of my head the name of the man who made it, but uh, the guy on Twitter and yeah, Jared Weaver threw it, and that's absolutely nutso to me that he shut down the uh, the Oakland A's in Oakland and he had a one strikeout, a one strikeout. Um, the name of the guy I just googled Jason Lucard. Uh, I want to give credit to Jason Lucar for creating the Maddox, named after Greg Maddox, who did it a lot. Anyway, Jared Weaver, complete game shutout on, like, 95 pitches in Oakland. Uh, to me, this is just a sign that Oakland is even more broken than we thought, right? Yes. I... Yeah. That's all I took away from that was, wow, they are beat up. 
It's a, bro- it's a broken offense. It really it's is. a broken offense. There are hitters we like against lefties. Um, the other stat, my favorite tweet I saw on it, was not only did he have one strikeout, but he threw 11 fastballs in his final five innings. So just throwing junk. I mean, and the fastballs aren't exactly fastballs, but still, yeah. I I don't know. That was, to me, the, the baseball thing from the weekend that made me go, holy cow. Um, was there any baseball stuff from the weekend that stuck out to you? Baseball stuff from the weekend that really stuck out to me. Yeah, or just basketball. Is your your brain just full of basketball now? Today it is. I'm having a hard time. Yeah, it was a fan. Yeah. That was that was a basketball meal. Is what that was. That was that was. Like, yeah, that, that's everything you wanted in, in a game seven. Yeah. So narrative all over the place. Good games. Yeah. yeah. The the rest of the series didn't look like it was going to be that competitive, and they saved the best for last. I guess well, I don't know. No, up until game seven was a weird series. I think it it. There, there were like like very few fourth quarter lead changes. You know, it was essentially uh-huh. you know a, a, you know blowouts going both not really you know not really blowouts but like wins by more than ten points going both ways. Yeah, the series it was odd. So big basketball weekend. The couple month long NBA playoffs come to an end. It's now officially all baseball time. I have one more thing for you before we get into uh, Monday's games. I have a present for you, Matt. I updated the standings in our field of streams contest. Oh, my. and they are bad for me oh boy you had brought it up that you thought i had been having a hard time and you were right um the the standings now uh we've i've made two more starts than you we each have 22 wins you have a 4-2-8 era i have a 4-2-9 maybe a 4-3 ERA. you have have edged me in era i have a 1-4-3 whip to your 1-4-2 so you've taken a a very very narrow lead in uh, ratios, wow. you, we are tied in wins. I got like strikeouts. You have to have thirty some strikeouts on you, so I, I got that lead. But, but we are essentially tied. Uh, it is. It, we're not even to the halfway mark. We are essentially tied. That's so the, I had an early lead. But Dylan, this is fantastic. It's good. It's yeah. I mean, they can change pretty quick early on, and yeah, we're not even halfway through. But yeah, but even I had since our last count. Tyler Duffy gave up five runs and 11 base runners. Wade Miley gave up nine runs and 14 base runners. On back-to-back days, they had Nate Carnes give up seven, and then Matt Whistler give up eight runs. Uh, and then this weekend, Chase Anderson, I took uh, in L.A. What could go wrong? He allowed another seven runs. So it was a, it's, it's been, a, been a tough time uh, for me. So we have evened out. Um, we uh, we both had uh, okay wins this weekend though in terms of Trevor Bauer and Zach Davies were good on Friday. Correct. And yeah, so we are we're essentially even now. My, my caught start, up. Saturday start was good too. Yeah, mine was not. Uh, you had Matt Moore. You took Matt Moore instead of Chase Anderson, and he went six innings, two runs against the Giants. So I think you will take that. That was a tough day. So. Um, all right. So congratulations on evening it up. It'll be fun to keep an eye on it I'm going back forward. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's 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 June. I'm excited. We got a bunch more to go. You, okay. You gotta get like so, a belt made up for this. We're... Yeah. Yeah. On on June 20th, you're like, here we go. Just start inscribing my name already. <laughs> um. <laughs> so for the 20th, we don't have a full slate. There is a a day game we get to ignore. Shelby Miller's back going to Philadelphia, but uh, that's not gonna fit your DFS slate. We're instead gonna look at these nine games in the evening. And it was kind of a weird, I wouldn't say lopsided, just uneven uh, position-wise, option-wise. We'll, we'll see how we uh, even up here. But, Matt, we start at catcher. Where are you thinking at catcher for Monday? I got a bunch of options at catcher, believe it or not. Okay, I have four, so you did better than I did. I, I have, I'll say I have 
five. Okay, where are you thinking of going? One of them is my super cheap like catcher that I you know that I I I, I love. Cool. I cheap catches are, are are good. I'm into that. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start with the Giants catchers versus Jeff Locke. Sure. Yeah, Buster Posey or Trevor Brown. Yeah. By, by all means. Yeah, I don't really care who. I mean, honestly, this is a case where you could probably work in both of them, if, if assuming Posey gets to start at first base. Trevor Brown hasn't been great against lefties, but the sample size is so small, and he's hit fine, and Jeff Locke's so bad at this point. Especially against know. righties. He's been yeah. really, really rough. Yeah, so trust his split more than Trevor Brown's, and go ahead and go there. I agree. Agreed. Yeah. Okay. Except uh, I worked on Jan Gomes versus Drew Smiley. I actually wrote that, too. Um... Drew, yeah, sorry. Did, what what was your reasoning first on Drew Smiley? Drew Smiley, he's been rough this year, and he has had a bad year. Mainly again, it's it's been he's been an equal opportunity offender against lefties and righties, but it's, it's been slightly more towards right-handers, and I kind of like it for Jan Gomes. Yeah, um, I, I agree. Uh, Jan Gomes has had a pretty not great season either, uh, but. A lot of the peripherals suggest he can turn it around. I don't think he's going to turn to an all-star or have one of his great years, but I think he's uh, been better than he's shown. So if you want to take him in a spot like this, I mean, I'm not out to like trade for him necessarily, but if you want to take him against a struggling lefty, I think you can do that for sure. Next up on my list, JT Riamuto versus Chad Bettis. Okay, righty on righty, but you're okay with it? I'm, it's Chad Bettis. He's, yeah. you know, again, I have to... he doesn't have a platoon speed, but he's bad against both sides. So. He is. Real Mutu may prefer lefties, but at some point, you're just like, you know what? Actually, uh, quality against righties this year, too. Yeah, he's uh, he's been good. Actually, no, you're right. I went to go look at his crazy home road splits, and every once in a while we got to catch up on these. I'm going to bring one up later. We get stuck in what they've done in the first month and a half and, and need to pay more attention. Uh, Real Muto's been bad against lefties this year. He's been hitting righties. But uh, so I'm in there. What I really wanted to check was that crazy home road split that he had. It's a, still a 616 OPS at home this year, mm-hmm. and I don't buy that. I know that Miami's a bad place to hit, but he has an 872 away from home. You're not worrying that much about his hitter splits at home, are you? No, I just think it's it's more sample size at this point. I think it's interesting. I think it's kind of funny, but it's I'm not worried about green, it. But I I'm not I don't. I don't really buy into that. I, yeah. I think if, I, if a guy can hit in one scene, he could probably hit just about anywhere. Yeah. It's interesting to see that he pounded lefties last year, and now he's hitting righties. But that is what's going on, at least right now. Again, June June 20th. So, sure. Um, who else you got? We're talking Nick Hundley versus Justin Nicolino on the other side of that matchup. Yeah, sure. He he I buy his home road splits. He really likes cores. Oh, yeah. uh, and I that makes more sense than hating Miami, you know. Really? Um, but... It's Justin Nicolino. It's fine. Yeah. yeah Ready on lefty, Nicolino. One of our favorite punching bags. Pretty much, yes. Just we because should not strike out anybody. Is he a weird, bizarro option for our next baseball reference sponsorship? Not that we're sponsoring a pitcher we like to stream, but a pitcher we like to stream against? No. No, but the concept made me giggle when it jumped it, in my head eight seconds ago. Good idea, but... Yeah, but no. No, Okay. Uh, who else you got? Lastly, if he gets in there, big if. Yes. I've got Sandy Leon versus Miguel Gonzalez. Okay. Is the point that Miguel Gonzalez is bad and going to give up a ton of runs? Yes, and also you get the White Sox bullpen, which isn't very good either. Do you like Sandy Leon at all, or is it really just getting a, a warm body? He, he's a switch hitter, and he's in the Boston lineup. Mm-hmm. And he's shown some confidence against righties this year, but it's a super small sample size, so I... It, I don't really read anything into it other than he's in, he might be in the lineup against the righty. 
Sure. And you could take, like, Christian Vasquez if you really want to. There's not a ton of upside other than Red Sox no. scoring runs there. So. I'd, I'd kind of rather have the guy who, who, who hits from the left, who can hit from the left side of the plate against. Sure. Sure. Um, I only had two names you didn't. Uh, I wrote Victor Martinez getting Nate Carnes, um, but we like kind of any of the the Tigers uh, catchers, you know, on, at their varying prices. They're very different. Um, but Nate Carnes, who I like, struggles with righties, even though he's right-handed. Uh, this year he's having a tough righty year, and that Tigers lineup is full of righties. So I'm going to be picking Tigers all day, and that can start with the catcher. I'm fine with that. And then finally I wrote your boy Jason Castro getting Yuli Shasin. He's a very mad option, but I think you can pick on Yuli Shasin, who's not just a Nicolino bad, but definitely, you know, matchup bad. I think that's fine. Um, all right, who did you have at first base? Well, obvious names here today. Uh, David Ortiz mm. hitting Miguel Gonzalez, like that. Yep. Uh, Miguel Cabrera, which is Nate Carnes. Yep. Uh, moving on to a few more obscure names. Uh, Justin Bohr versus Chad Bettis. Yep. Mike Napoli versus Drew Smiley. Yep, you're just going down my list. Oh, really? And last, yeah. uh, Dejo Lee versus Mike Palfrey. Okay. Yeah, they got to start playing him more against righties. He's... I mean, Adam Lynn's not doing a whole lot this year, and Dejo Lee's hitting righties, you know. But everybody! Yeah, you would think they're going to try and, and work him in. Um, yes. Yeah, I I would think so. It's Mike Pelfrey, so if he gets in there, I'm, I'm totally into that, for sure. Um, the only first baseman I had that you did not is uh, Mark Reynolds getting Justin Nicolino, who, you know, playing first base for the Rockies and likes to hit lefties, and likes to hit, again, also likes to hit at cores, but... If he can get in there, I, I'm totally fine with picking on Justin Nicolino with just about whoever you want. So, um, I have Mark Reynolds as I, well. I really like that Dejoli pick versus Mike Belfry if he gets in there, which I think yeah. got to think he can Absolutely. Play. I'm looking at Mark Reynolds. Also has struggled with lefties this year for no real reason. Uh, traditionally likes it. I, it's just Nicolino. I'm not worried about it. I, I will totally take him there. And he has a 7-10 OPS on the road, which is not good, but... It's just an Eccolino. I'm still, I'm fine with that. These course guys there, I'll be okay. Um, second base, I had eight names for nine games, which is a lot, but for whatever reason, I, I just, a lot of second base options for me. Um, I have Justin Pedroia getting Miguel Gonzalez. He's hitting righties more than lefties this year, also. Um, they're just hitting everything. I'm fine with that. Uh, Ian Kinsler getting Carnes leading off the Tiger stack. I, Again, I usually like Nate Carnes. This is not a good matchup for him. He's been struggling with righty so much. Uh, if you want to pay for Robinson Cano getting Mike Pelfrey, you're going to pay for it, but that's a gold star. I assume you don't have any problems with that, no. right? Yeah, that's you, you hopefully should get what you pay for. It's going to be plenty. Uh, Derek Dietrich is cooled off a bit, but he gets Chad Bettis. We don't have a problem with that. Uh, Rugnet Odor gets Kevin Gosman. See, so Kevin Gosman has been better against lefties than righties. But he's just been kind of cooling off lately in general, and Rugned Odor is good. So it's not the prime position for Rugned, but I think it'll be okay. Uh, Jonathan Scope getting Derek Holland. You okay with that? Hoping to run into a homer? Yeah, I guess. He's going to figure out lefties a bit this year, so I like it better than years past for sure. Yeah. And then uh, my last two names. Uh, ben Zobrist gets Jaime Garcia. Jaime's pretty good, but I trust Ben Zobrist. That's more of a GPP play if you're going for something not obvious. Benny I think has, he could do it. Benny has really weird splits. Yeah, he's kind of a weird guy to figure out, yeah. and he definitely has his dominant outings. He, so yeah, it, 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 I think it's it's for whatever reason I think it's it's more bad at than anything else. But mm-hmm. he he has a really really low batting average against against righties, and I think that's driving down his like 
it's driving down his numbers, like and like kind of slanting them, where it makes it look like he's better against right-handers than he actually is. Yeah, it's a so Zobrist here. Anybody against Sammy Garcia, it's just trying to pick an unpopular pick, trying to go where not many other people are. Because again, there are a bunch of options elsewhere that I, I like more. Um, same with Matt Carpenter, who's just playing talented. He gets John Lackey, though, and John Lackey's been so good. Mm-hmm. I trust Matt Carpenter against pretty much most right-handed pitchers, uh, but if, you, if you're looking for an unpopular pick, you can pick from that game. But otherwise, there's just a million other second-base options. Did you have uh, anybody that I didn't name? You mentioned Steve, Steve Pierce versus Josh Tomlin. Okay. Yeah, that's that's fine. I usually like him against lefties, but if he gets in. Yeah. I mean, you could do uh, you could do Forsyth as well. But I like him more against lefties. But there's the thing. We'll talk about Josh Tomlin giving up a homer just about every time out. You know. Yes. So it, yeah, the, he does have that uh, potential. Yeah. So um, okay, if you don't have any other second baseman, who are you thinking at third base? Uh, let's start with the obvious names: Nolan or not Nolan Arenado versus Nick Lehman. You're gonna pay through the nose for it. Yeah. It might be worth it. I, I would probably go elsewhere, even though I, I kind of like the matchup. Yeah, so here's the thing that I, I found this out on the live show on Friday. Because, again, we've been like, oh, yeah, Arnado prefers righties, okay, against lefties. He's killing lefties this year. Oh, yeah. In the last month and change, he's kind of turned it around, and now he's preferring lefties. I mean, he's only has a 927 OPS against righties, you know, which is still killing it. But it's a uh, 1,000 against lefties. And it's 1,000 at home and 851 away. I don't know. He, I like him in most matchups, especially against a bad lefty like Nicolino. I, I trust that completely. Fair enough. Okay, next up, uh, Chris Bryant versus Jaime Garcia. Yeah, yeah. I it's weird to pick on Jaime, but I'm definitely fine with that. You know, again, I don't I don't buy the platoon split with Jaime. I I, I think it's it's more bad driven than anything else, and I think it's mm-hmm. that that's kind of uh, deflating his numbers. That you know, if you if he had a normal bad against righties, it would be a bit, a bit higher, I think. Yeah. Except uh, Kyle Seeger versus Mike Palfrey. Yep, absolutely. Picking on Pelfrey, there's a stack there, absolutely. Uh, Return Evan Longoria versus Josh Tomlin. Okay, again, just looking for that homer. Pretty much that, and Longoria is crushing righties this year. He's got 15 homers against right-handed pitching this season. Okay, yeah, it's. I want to be more excited about him, but and yeah, Josh Tomlin has struggled against righties, believe it or not, this year. His OPS is about 100 points higher than it is against lefties. Okay, so that's a pretty good matchup then. I'll, I'll I'll buy that. I'm doing my best to be excited about Evan Longoria. Can you tell? He's having a great season. I, don't... I know. I, I I'm I'm behind. I need to, I need to get on on deck on board. Yeah. Uh, next up, Travis Shaw versus Miguel Gonzalez. Yep. He's been a little bit cold, but that matchup's just fine. Yeah. And lastly, one uh, Matt, Matt Duffy versus Jeff Locke. Uh. Yep. Yep. I uh, he's also had a bad year, but also hitting lefties still, and Jeff Locke's bad. I think we have some guys, some bad pitchers, that'll help these guys that have bad years get out of it, maybe. I, uh, I, I would like to make that Duffy play, honestly. It's going to be super cheap. Yeah, I like that. It's in Pittsburgh, not a great place to hit, but he usually hits in San Francisco. So, you know, not not that big a deal for Matt Duffy. Um, the only other names I had you didn't are Nick Castellanos getting Nate Carnes. I'm fine with that. Again, righties against Carnes are, are going to be okay. I had Adrian Beltre getting Kevin Gosman because, again, he struggled with righties. So if you try and reverse reverse uh, platoon against him, I think that's okay. And then I have no idea where to put this guy, but I, I want to say Jerickson Profar because he's kind of playing all over the diamond for them based on who's hurt and where he can get in. But he hits righties. Uh, as a switch hitter, which maybe, you know, with the Gosman thing and his backward splits could come into play. But wherever Profar plays, I'm at least interested because 
our boy Gosman has been cooling off. So, um, Matt, I had five names at shortstop. How many did you come up with? Four. Okay. I wrote Xander Bogarts against Miguel Gonzalez. You're going to pay for it. He's made himself really expensive. but uh, And he's better against lefties, but I think he can hit Miguel Gonzalez. Would you agree? I would hope so, yes. I wrote Francisco Lindor getting Drew Smiley. He oh, has... Forever. Yeah, he's been uh, pretty darn good against lefties this year. Is that your favorite pick of the day, maybe? Uh, no. But okay. Cool. But, but a darn good one. Um, I have Trevor Story getting Justin Nicolino. Trevor Story doesn't care about lefties or righties. And, yeah, he's better at home, but I'm just, I'm fine with picking against Nicolino all day. And Manny Machado is a shortstop, getting the lefty and Derek Holland. Is that, in a vacuum, the best pick for you? Yes, easily. If money is no option, which, of course, it is in, uh, that's very important in DFS. But if it weren't, there you go. Uh, Machado has the highest ceiling for the day against Derek Holland. Could do big, bad things there. And then uh, I also wrote Carlos Correa getting you Lee Chassin, because why not? Carlos Correa, too. I kind of like that for him. Yeah. Chassin's a fine pitcher, but... uh, He's really come with... You know, he has no PS over 700 against both lefties and righties, which, Mm -hmm. you know, that's when I kind of throw my hands up and just kind of pick guys who can hit righties. Yeah. I think that'll be fine uh, for him, for sure. Uh, we also might have to note, though, I, I'm pretty sure, I'm just checking this out, I think Machado's in the middle of his suspension now, though, so our, our right. favorite pick. so dim. Uh, yeah, I was like, wait a minute, I had to check that. Yeah, uh, so, You're not an option for Monday, sadly. No, sadly. He will be being punished. Uh, pretty good matchup, but, but nothing to go with there, so more for Correa and Lindor and Story, then. Did you have any other shortstops? I worked on Javi Baez versus Garcia. Yeah, uh, they like to play him against lefties, and he's been getting plenty of plenty of time. So I like that. He's definitely capable of running into one. So. I, yeah, I still, you know, they, they play him all over the diamond, so I, I can't see why I can't sneak in there. So mm-hmm. No, I like that. That's a good one. All right, Matt. So we were talking before we hit recording that uh, outfield's kind of tough on Monday. Yeah, there weren't th- that many options that I like, but yeah. I, I, I do have options. So. We usually have a million options. Now we only have a couple thousand. Uh, Ten. Where, are you, where are you thinking of going? Okay, starting obvious names first. Uh, yes. Jackie Bradley Jr. versus Miguel Gonzalez. Love yes. it for him. And Mookie Betts, sure. Yeah, you can talk me to Mookie Betts as well. Yeah, I, I really should have considered that, too. Yeah. Uh, Nelson Cruz versus Mike Palfrey. Yes, I'll take all of the Mariners outfielders at their respective price points. Uh, Leonis Martin and Seth Smith, I would take them as well. I'm fine with that. Yeah, Not yeah. Nori Aoki, though. Nori Aoki, the ceiling's fairly low there. But yeah. Leonis Martin and Seth Smith are hitting just fine. I, I will take them against Mike Pelfrey and the yeah. Tigers' bullpen. Fair enough. Uh, Mike Trout versus Doug Fister? Yes, sure. Yeah. Can't hesitate on a Mike Trout pick, really. No, you know, no analysis needed there, really. It's Mike Trout. No, I kind of like Doug Fister a little bit, but Mike Trout will be fine. Yeah. Uh, also, on, also on the Angels, Cole Calhoun versus Fister I like a lot. Okay, sure. He's been uh, turning his season around a little bit. Yes. Uh, next up, George Springer versus Julius Chessine. Okay. Righty on righty, but I would trust Springer there. Yeah, me too. It's, it's, with Chessine, the platoon splits really don't really even matter. It's just, mm-hmm. uh, I say Christian Yelts versus Chad Bettis. Uh, you didn't. That's the one I have written down, too, in terms of Marlins outfielders. That's one of my favorites, yeah. Yeah. Under um, more obscure names. Sure. I have Ryan Rayburn versus Justin Nicolino. Yes, yes, yes. Like him against uh, lefties, for sure. Uh, Stephen Moya, Cameron Maven versus Nate Carnes. Yep, trying to pick some of those righties. I like uh, Stephen Moya, for sure. Uh, he's a big guy. He hit his first homer 
on uh, on Sunday. He has, you know, definitely has power. He bats lefty, uh, but I don't think it should really matter. I think he'll be just fine against Carnes. Yeah. And lastly, my the guy I'm guessing is probably the cheapest you know cheapest option on 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 my board that I I would love to be picking. Mm-hmm. Albert Almora versus Jaime Garcia. Okay, just because getting a cheap guy in the Cubs lineup. Uh, ready and lefty. Mm-hmm. Also, sure. He's a kind of a post hype prospect. It was a big name for them and kind of cooled off the minor leagues, but now he's here and still has plenty of potential. So. I could see them using him. I think Dexter Fowler's banged up, so he could get in there. Um, names I had you did not have. Rajai Davis getting a lefty and Drew Smiley. I still love Rajai Davis against lefties. Uh, I'm in there. I have... So I have uh, against Kevin Gosman, who struggles with right-handers more than lefties. So instead of Mazzara, I might go Ian Desmond against uh, Kevin Gosman, trying yeah. to take that backward split. And uh, so, so I like Ian Desmond there. I, you wouldn't be crazy to take Mazzara, though. Um, and then the big ones are Mark Trumbo and Joey Rickard getting Derek Holland. You got to be in there, right? I like Rickard more than Trumbo, believe it or not. I mm, they're just very different. Uh, Mark Trumbo is just a giant volatile pick. He could go for four. He could hit you two bombs. You know, so uh, different types of plays there. I think Rickard uh, is pretty darn solid though against lefties. So uh, I, I like that. I like either of them. Different types of plays. So then we go to pitchers. There are uh, not a ton of pitching options, but enough. Um, start with Madison Bumgarner gets the Pirates. You're not hesitating there, right? Should be fine. Okay. Uh, what do we do with Kershaw versus Strasburg? There's, is there anything to do with that? You see, I always like to fade against Kershaw if I can. Right. So I, w- I would be going Strasburg. I just... We've been talking some... I, I talked with uh, Scott about this on Friday a little bit, that I'm just starting to feel more like paying for aces and GPPs is really hard to come out on top because they're pretty obvious, and it's hard to, you know, get enough points from your hitters. In your cash games, your smaller leagues, like, yeah, you can get you can bank on those points. But if you're playing GPPs, it's hard to get a leg up if you take a Strasburg or a Kershaw, you know? Makes sense. Even, yeah. Uh, so... They're definitely not stayaways by any means, but no. in GPP, there's no there's no leg up there. So I don't know. And with either one, both the you know, I think the matchup's better for Strasburg. I'm less scared of the Dodgers, but at the same time, they're they're both amazing. They're both great. So yeah, go I, nuts. I, I cannot wait to just have a baseball meal after my basketball meal. There you go. It'll be good. That's the follow up. Is uh, those two? It's on it's on ESPN also. Yeah, but my, my thing is, I, I love these real big boy baseball matchups. You know, the, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the Cubs is playing a game that matters against a, 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 a fantastic pitcher. You know, that's, yeah. that's what I want to see. It'll be good. So I think, so that's maybe the next best pitching matchup is John Lackey against Jaime Garcia. And both those lineups can hit, so it's not a great, you know, environment for either of them. But they're both good enough to do fine and be options, wouldn't you say? I like the Lackey side better than the Garcia side, honestly. I do, too. I think there's more strikeouts there, and it's it's an easier matchup. The Cubs are just scary. But Jaime Garcia is good enough to, to put up strong outings. Um, but yeah. neither of them are a lock. You know, there's some, some fear there in both. My favorite pitcher after all those names is Josh Tomlin. Josh Tomlin has a 3-2-7 ERA and a 1-1-2 whip. He's also allowed 13 home runs and 12 starts. I'm like, he's not going to give you a zero. He's going to allow a bomb somewhere, maybe. 
but he doesn't walk anybody. Uh, he gets the Rays, who hit home runs, but don't hit righties otherwise that much. If you can keep the ball in the yard, Josh Shulman can have a just fine outing. Do you like that pick at all? I like the pick, but I think I like Stephen Wright better. Yeah, that's that's the other one that you're right. I, I do like Stephen Wright in a vacuum more. He's, it's so weird. He's borderline fantasy ace at this point, and his price has followed. But guess the White Sox have struggled. Two 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 ERA, one one two WHIP, plenty of strikeouts going with it. Yeah, I you're right. I glossed over. I, I skipped him, but there's no hesitation there for me. What, are you worried about him at all? No. Against the he, White Sox? No. <laughs> no, against the White Sox. I think. I mean, it's not Bumgarner, Strasburg, Kershaw level, but it's also up there. You know, I probably trust it more than than Lackey and uh, Jaime Garcia, at least in this matchup. So actually, I, I perhaps agree with you there, believe it or not. Yeah, just because the matchup's a little nicer. Also, he's going to get a little bit of run support from the Red Sox against uh, Miguel Gonzalez. Just a little bit, yes. Yeah, but I like Josh Tomlin. Um, the only other names I've written down, I wrote Kevin Gosman because he's talented, but he's been so cold lately. I think I'm staying away. Um, and then Doug Fister has quietly put up a three two six ERA on the year. Very and quietly. Yeah. It's it's not you know, not many strikeouts. He has seven wins, a one two three whip. Uh just hasn't allowed more than two earned runs and five starts. Uh it's not huge upside, but he gets the Angels who are not that scared of. I think if you want to go cheap or you you know, you want a second pitcher, I think Fister is totally usable. I don't think there's you know, that much blow up potential there. Should be okay. I, I think that's totally a play, don't you? Not an exciting play. Honestly, on a day where there's so many strikeouts on the board, I kind of feel like it isn't. Okay. You're well and and then maybe the, the other one to talk about is Drew Smiley, because he is striking guys out, but he's been so cold, I think I'm staying away there. I don't yeah, I don't want any part of him against Cleveland, I really don't. I like Drew Smiley. I mean if he's on my like my fantasy team, I'm I'm still holding on, but yeah. I don't know. The strikeouts are there. I don't know. Is there anybody else on the board for pitchers that you had your eye on? Not really. I mean... You're feeling real lucky. You could take Alicia Seen at the at the Astros, hoping they whiff a bunch. But that's, that's just me throwing my hands and saying, I don't know what I'm doing. In that case, I would put my phone down and not play DFS. Well, or you're like, I'm going to play a $1, $2 GPP entry, and if I hit on Shasin, that's money. You know, but I understand. Yeah. That, yeah. That's why GPPs are fun, because you can get crazy. You know, you're like, let's just see what happens when I pick the bare minimum pitcher or whatever. Uh, that's why, kind of why I like GPP. And, the, you know, but but I agree. There's not a lot of analysis to that other than the Astros strike out a lot and crazy things happen because it's baseball. So, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So that does it for our picture picks other than we have to pick one for our contest. And we are now tied-ish, as we said. So uh, a little more stress going into these picks. Uh, I don't know what you're thinking, Matt. Um, you can take Shelby Miller. He's been so bad that he's now eligible, and he gets the awesome. Phillies. Hellickson uh, gets the D-backs. He's not been great. Nate Carnes is eligible. I've used him plenty. He's burned me plenty. I t- said I hate that matchup against the Tigers. Kevin Gosman's still eligible, um, and he gets Texas. And then both Doug Fister and Ulysses Seen are okay. I think I'm going with the the boring and hopefully safe uh, Doug Fister. Out of really? The- yeah, it's not great, but again, hasn't allowed more than two runs in like five starts in the Angels, you know, other than Calhoun. And, uh, I mean, he could give up some bombs to Pools and Trout, I guess, but I'm, I'm hoping he's going to be okay against them. So, All right, Dill. What are you thinking, though? I'm going with Julius, uh, 
Theme. You're taking Chassine, you're gonna go opposite me? Alright, All right. I think there's... I think this play here is me having the strikeout lead, and I can take the hit on strikeouts, and you get to take a guy who can hopefully whiff some Astros, but... All right, so we get to highlight this on the uh, on the spreadsheet because it's a head to head. We trash talk you all day and then shut up about this thrilling matchup of Doug Fista versus Yulisha Uh It'll be good. We like these. I'm putting it on the matchup now. Highlight in yellow. That'll be good. Those are fun. I like when we do that. So that'll be us talking up a storm on Twitter tomorrow. For that fierce, fierce matchup, which again, I think they're both fine uh, spot starters in that situation. We've, we've so. seen Julius Chasin throw a complete game, throw a complete game this year. Yeah, he's he's a poster boy for not good, but not as bad as you think. You know, he's. I mean, his ERA is all the way up to five now. How is he, he only twenty eight years old? Shouldn't he be like thirty four? He was always like kind of okay for the Rockies for a long time, and you're like, man, if we're in a Rocky, you know. Uh, he went to Detroit through a complete game, 10 strikeout, one run game. I don't know how that happens. <laughs> game of his life against Detroit. He's cooled off a little bit lately, but I still think uh, the Astros are a team that can, when things are going wrong, they can whiff a lot. So. He hasn't made it out of the sixth inning, and any, he's only, he hasn't made it past Since the that game. Part in any of his last three starts. Yeah, so he, does, he did have a win against Minnesota. So yeah, no, I I think again it, it's kind of a it's only a nine game slate. I guess ten for that that purpose. Uh, these are pitchers less than fifty percent owned is why we're picking them, and that's why most of them are bad. And you look at our overall numbers, it's like we think of this. I'm like it's a hard hard thing to do. Uh, yeah, so um, yeah, that should do it for us for Monday. Matt, you got anything else before we get out of here? No, no, no. All right. That's it for us. For Matt, I'm Dylan. Uh, Matt's on Twitter at MattD underscore DFS. I'm on Twitter at HigginsFOS. Uh, hashtag Team Chassine or hashtag Team Fister, I suppose, for Monday. That's what's going on. Fantastic. And we'll get that started. That'll be trending in no time oh, with the Field yeah, of Streams, Bob. You know us with our, our, our dozens of followers. We'll get that up there. You know, our, it'll, it'll, be, uh, it'll be trending real quick. It'll be the new uh, the new talk is this duel between Matt and Dylan, Justine and Fister. Should be Team Matt, Team Dylan in that case. Because of the way they're ordered. Oh no! Just be no! Just because of it's us. It's not. It's us making the pick. So it should be our. I figured that listeners would pipe up and say, "Oh, I think Fister is a better pick," or "Oh, I, I think, think like Team Matt." Okay. You can be Team Matt or Team Dylan or Team Fister or Team Shasin, depending on how strong and weighted your uh, allegiances lie in this specific case. But uh like to hear from you if you think that we're crazy or what's going on. Um, anyway, for Matt, I'm Dylan. We will uh, definitely catch you guys tomorrow. Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit Fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs. <laughs>